Hey, everybody. Welcome to another special episode of Puck Off. I am your host, Chris Nozick, joined, as always, by my now stunned co-host, Andrew Johnson of the Short Shift Podcast. He is stunned because he cannot stop staring at the buyout penalties for the team that we are going to talk about today, the Minnesota Wild. Andrew, this is your haven that you hate my argument for when it comes to team buyouts. Okay, go for it. What is it? What is it? They have $14 million in dead cap space, and they are still competing for a Stanley Cup. You know what? Good for Billy Garen. Good for Billy Garen. (laughs) Good for him. And that's in two players, Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter. 7.371.794 per player. You know what that is as a percentage? Way too much. 18. 18% of their cap is... He is handicapped 18% of the cap, and he is still beating other teams like Arizona and Philly. You're not exactly hyping that up, hyping that up, buddy. Okay. How about I word it this way? He finished with 103 points last year. The Tampa Bay Lightning had 98. Good for him. $14 million. Imagine if the Tampa Bay Lightning had $14.7 million more than they have. Oh, wait. We, we oh, saw wait. They that. already they tried that. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, it's, it's unreal to me. Like, I know it. Like, I know it. I know it. It's, it's there. I know it's there. You know, I'm perfectly aware of it at all times. But the first thing that I did when we opened when we opened the cap friendly page to look at their look at their their drop pick situation and their cap situation, the first thing I did is my brain went look at the buyouts. So I did. It's only for this year and next year, and then after that, he's free. That's pain. Goes down to one point six mil. Yeah. So what that mean? But what that means is that we are under a cap crunch. Eighty eighty three million dollar cap, correct? Uh, 83. Yeah. 83. Okay. For the, for all intents and purposes, we'll call this a $15 million cap, a $15 million buyout. We'll, we'll just so that we're not, you know, going into decimal points and shit. You want the real kicker? Hmm. He still has 1.6 million to work with this season. He's operating under a $69 million uh, cap. Nice. You think he did that on purpose? You 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 can't tell me he didn't. <laughs> no, I don't think he did it on purpose, you perps, but yes, I do. <laughs> uh okay. So here's the real question. Did Minnesota get better? Well, I mean, we know they're gonna win the cup because they have Patrick Maroon, but did they actually get better? Um well. They still got to re-sign Kalen Addison. He's currently unsigned. He's one of their pieces, an important piece of their defense. Did they get better? Uh, I don't think they got worse. Okay. I think also that Philip Gustafson is their goaltender for now and for the next decade. I think they found their goaltender of the future, which is it, which is interesting considering they have Jesper Wallstadt 
I was just right going to say, what does that mean for Wallstad? That means he's a trade chip. Here's my question. Jesper Wallstad is 20 years old. Mm-hmm. All right. Philip Gustafson is 25 years old. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you look to trade Marc-Andre Fleury, who's making 3.5 against your cap, has cup, you know, history. Honestly, Marc-Andre Fleury, go call the LA Kings. You know, that's not bad. That's not a bad, that's not a bad, uh, not a bad idea. You're retaining enough money. You might as well anyway. Yeah, right. What's, 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 what's another, what's another slot? Who cares? I mean, the the other thing with, with a guy like Marc-Andre Fleury, I would want to keep him around. Like, this is interesting because mm-hmm. right now too, you have Pavel Novak, Brock Faber, Marco Rossi, and Matthew Boldy. All great players. All mm-hmm. also waiver exempt. All right, which means you can do cap gymnastics to the Boston level with those guys and keep Marc-Andre Fleury, Philip Gustafson, and Jesper Wallstad. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, name a goaltender who you want backing two young goaltenders who are learning the NHL. Marc-Andre Fleury is very high on that list. Sure. And as I, a guy who has proven time and again that he he he's not he's not one of those people like leave me alone, kid. He's he is more than he's a he's a, he's a coach. He's he, he's a coach that still puts on the goalie gear. There's three goaltenders that come to mind in the last I'd say 7 years. Okay. They are uh Marc-Andre Fleury, mm-hmm. Henrik Lundqvist, okay, and Pekarene. Yeah. Soros credits Rene direct for that's part of why. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you could, I guess you could put like Linus Allmark with the Swayman thing. You know what I mean? Like that's on yeah. there, but, but that's less of a coach and more just two buddies just building each other. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm not including. Yeah. yeah. But it, here's the thing. If Linus Allmark gets traded and he goes to another organization and he does it again there, then he can get added to the list maybe in three or four years. But mm-hmm. also the level of play. Marc-Andre Fleury, two cups. Henrik Lundqvist, legend of the game. No cups, but you can't. he's a Hall of Famer. Right. Pecorine, Hall of Famer. Yes. Marc-Andre Fleury owns the Hall of Fame. <laughs> All right? Yeah. And he's also the nicest fucking guy on the ice on any given team. Unless you're Jordan Bennington. Everybody wants to punch Jordan Bennington. He's been best best clip of the year. Best clip of the year. He wants to go. go. Let me go. He's been asked for this. Let me go. He's been asking for it. He wants it. Amazing. They talk about the quarterback room in football. Mm -hmm. That's the goaltending room that you want to have. All right. You want him in that room. um, Beyond almost anybody. Sure, absolutely. I don't know how much he has left in the tank because he is 38 years old. Didn't have a great year last year, to be fair. Pushing for a couple legendary records. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to just say bye. Go Mm -hmm. away. Go get those records in San Jose. Well, he just may be doing what what Jonathan... He may end up doing to end his career what Jonathan Quick's doing right now. Settling into a backup role. 
Sure. Yeah. But if I'm Minnesota, I want him backing up Wallstad, not Philip Gustafson. I think Wallstad has a better ceiling. So do you Gustafson had an incredible year last year? 2.03 goals against average. Just just under the qualifying numbers to qualify as as the as the National Hockey League leader. So now, now in so in this scenario. Hey Rob Blake, you still need a goaltender, right? <laughs> there it is. Okay. Uh Edmonton, Toronto, anybody that I can give up. Uh, no. I think I'm zeroing on in on LA because LA's got the most to give me. Right. Imagine if you added a Quinton Byfield to this forward group. Mm-hmm. I'd look at him and just be like, mm, straight up. One for one. One for one. If uh, Question is, does LA do that? Yes. I think they should. I If I'm LA, I ask for a little bit more. Give us a give pick. Me, give me a 2025 second round conditional pick. Yeah. If we win the cup, then... We will, you know what I mean? Like throw a couple picks in there, make them conditional, mm-hmm. you know, um, get creative, make it happen. There might be a little bit of work necessary to make some money work. Like John Merrill might have to be involved. Right. Or like Alex Goligoski. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it, you're not, you're not talking high end guys. You're not talking Matt Boldy having to make the money work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not talking you know, Erickson Eck to make money work. Mm-hmm. You're talking a couple fringe, a, a fringe guy, Ryan Hartman and a prospect on the other side. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like to make money work. Cause uh, neither team has a ton, but that's the type of thing that would be awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but this team, a trade that will work out for both teams. Yeah. This team though, somehow they're going to compete. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, looking at where they are, like I said, big ups to Garen. Good for him. <laughs> I mean, just glancing over it, they're the third best team in this division. At best. At worst. Okay. Because yeah, Dallas I think that, I think the only two that I can comfortably say consistently ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Well, looking at their division right now, and... Are they better than Arizona? Yes. Chicago. Yes. What are you nuts? Nashville. Yes. Nashville. Yes. Um, yes, Saint they Louis. are. Yes. What Winnipeg? Yep. Yes. Dallas. No. Colorado. No. Congratulations, you have them in third. Okay. <laughs> but that's exactly my point. Yeah. Could Nashville peak and get above them? Sort of, there's a lot of change in Nashville right now. There's some, I think Soros, I think Soros, Soros would have to really, really bring it for that. You mean compete for a Vesna? Yes, yeah, he's capable of doing it. So, sure is, absolutely. (laughs) But it's not just Soros. Uh, Mm -hmm. Thomas Novak has to play well, UC's Parsonins has to play well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have to have other guys play well in front of him to have Mm -hmm. a shot. Last year, Marc-Andre Fleury did not have a good year to your point, and they were relying on him more than they were um, Gustafson. 
And, and, and towards in the end of the year, they started playing Gustafson more when they finally were like, hey, wait a minute, this isn't a fluke. Exactly. Yeah. Gustafson took the net from Marc-Andre Fleury. Now, mm-hmm. Marc-Andre Fleury is not the kind of guy to take that sitting down anyway. So that's sure, what so. makes this year in goal for them. Like, out of fucking nowhere, Marc-Andre Fleury is the guy at 38 years of old who could win a Vesna. <laughs> I don't think he will. No. Nah. But he's that kind of guy. But take that dollar bet on the like plus 30,000 that would be. Exactly. <laughs> because he's the kind of guy that can come in and do it. I think mm-hmm. if you get that kind of push from him, you're going back to a 50-50 split. Mm-hmm. And sure. he can force that 50-50 split. So with that, I like Minnesota. I don't love Minnesota. Minnesota, mm-hmm. if they get into the playoffs, they can make some noise. Sure. I want to see them try to buy at the deadline. The problem is, is they can't for another two years when they're strapped. They desperately need a two C. That's their biggest. That's I think that's their biggest holder. Two C right now is Frederick Goudreau. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you got Mark. Well, no, you got Marco Rossi. Joel. One point in twenty games last year. Is he going to take that next step? That's the question. Yep. And here's my question to you with where they are. Would you look at dealing Marco Rossi? I'd look at it. Um, but I think because I think one of the, they already have one of their young pillars in Boldy. Boldy signed Caprice office signed. Yep. Um, Erickson, Erickson Eck, who, who I, I I thought that I swear this is a typo. Erickson Eck is only 26. Yeah. Wow. He's the same age as Kirill Kaprizov. Yeah. That's wild to me. <laughs> like it, the problem with them is the pieces that you look at, like they went out, they got Patrick Maroon because they think they can win now. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to trade a Marco Rossi. And I don't blame them for it. It would be a tough decision to do that. If the bottom falls out, mm-hmm. then Matt Zuccarello can go. Marcus Felino can go. Marcus Johansson can go. Ryan Hartman. Like, oh, man. If the bottom starts to fall out in Minnesota, if I'm Boston, I'm calling about Ryan Hartman. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a Bruin. But I digress. Marco Rossi, you can look at because if the bottom falls out, that means he's not playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Goligoski, uh, Mark Andre Fleury, like even Gustafson, because you have Wallstead. Mm-hmm. If the bottom falls out, I'm looking to play those two kids, mm-hmm. get them some time. So I don't think it will. I, I think that's why you saw them get involved in a trade like they did last year with Boston and with Washington because mm-hmm. they don't have a ton of cap space, but they have enough that they can earn some pieces with them with what they have. Do you consider, do you consider maybe, I don't know. Do you, I don't know. Do you do you, do you deal Kalen Addison because you still can't come to a contract with him? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, if you pair him, no. I I mean, what do you, what do you think his ceiling is? He's twenty three years old. Actually, you know, 
that's one where you look at it and you go, okay, well, let's pair him with another player who makes good money and call Calgary and try and get Noah Hannafin. Mm-hmm. Helps your team yeah. now. Yeah. Young top four, young top four money? guy. That's what yeah. Addison is. Money is your problem, though. Mm-hmm. You only got $1.6 million to work with. So here's my question. Is it more worth it to you to just kind of get through and skate through this year? Because once you get through this year, you have a lot more cap room next year, and you have a lot more guys that you're okay mm-hmm. with not having come back. Like Matt Zuccarello, for instance. Mm-hmm. He's $6 million coming off your books. Marcus Foligno is 3.1. Right there, you have $9.1 million. And that you could give. I might, I might try to resign Foligno. Yeah, I might try to resign Foligno for much less. But I think I let Zuccarello walk, which is which is crazy in a in which is crazy to f- figure out, which is crazy to say. But again, that fifteen million is really looming large on them. Right, and you have it again next year. So. Mm-hmm. You know, Patrick Maroon, one-year deal. Connor uh, Dewar, one-year deal. Marco Rossi has two years. Mm-hmm. And then you have to make a decision. Like, your window is two years. Mm-hmm. Or you look three years out. Like, what? Mm-hmm. This is a very interesting team on paper to watch because you don't know what the fuck Bill Guerin's going to do. And yet somehow they're competing for a playoff spot. And like I said, they're third best team in their, in their division, which makes them a playoff team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if they standard deviation one to the wrong direction, that puts them in fourth place. And again, in the Western conference, that's still likely a playoff team. That's still likely a playoff team because of the Pacific, the Pacific being what it is. Right. I just, Get in and there's a chance. Right. That's that's right. their mantra right now. Get in and there's a chance. Mm-hmm. You just you gotta there's... see what some of these other young kids can do, and yeah, it's just gonna naturally happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean you hope a guy like you hope a kid like Rossi takes a big step up. You hope, you know. Hartman gets a contract year bump. Guy like, you know, Erickson that continues his high level play. Kaprizov, Boldy, Zuccarello maybe gets another contract year bump. I mean, again, th- there's there's a lot of variation here. Um, the depth is questionable, and you know it's 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 obvious because of them operating under a sixty nine nice million dollar cap. <laughs> but they've got legitimate pieces and if they're buyers if they're buyers at the deadline you know any one of those three goalies Garen comes out and says yes for Wallstat is available just all sorts of just offers are going to be coming in yeah I think they still want to keep Gustafson but I think they listen to, I think they, I think he ends up listening to offers on all three. I would listen to offers on all three. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Don't announce, oh, this is the one we're selling because then his price just went down. Mm -hmm. Right. 
But if you look at their goaltending situation, first and foremost, how much longer do you have Marc-Andre Fleury for? Just this year. So then why would you deal either one of the other two? Mm, that's true. You can look at Wallstad and go one year. Just give us mm. one year and you're up here fighting for the starting job. Mm-hmm. Why would he say no? No. Yeah. Because here's the other thing is come playoff time, you can call him up. And you can sit there and say, listen, um, we're carrying three. There's no cap in the playoffs. Right. Sure. A lot of teams, a lot more teams do that now where they carry three goaltenders. If you really like what you see from them in the American Hockey League, why can't you give them a start in the playoffs? Mm -hmm. Sure. Is that on, is that that crazy of a theory? To sit there and go, their playoff starting goaltender might spend 90% of the season in the American Hockey League. I mean, they the Panthers kind of did that with Lion in a way to start their start their series. Yeah. I mean, if he's got the highest ceiling, mm-hmm. I would I would consider it. Sure. It'll be it just depends on how he looks in the A. He had a pretty he had a decent season in his rookie year in the AHL last year. But enough where it's like, that's a professional goaltender. He's my Friday, Sunday starter in the A. Yeah. Okay. You know, and and that's fine. I don't want to dive too much more into them because there's not much more to do that. Like they have their team. Mm -hmm. They're not selling any major pieces. Like they're not all of a sudden going to go off and and trade Jonas Brodeen. They're not going to trade Jared Spurgeon. Like and, it's not happening. And to be fair, I can only make the $69 million cap joke so many times. Exactly. So I got to take that away from you. <laughs> it, it, third Fox. place. Like, that's all I can say. They are what they are. They are what they are. Mm-hmm. Correct. They're, they'll probably finish in third because that's where they are in this division. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to get into the playoffs. They'll get a they'll get a good first round matchup. Don't get me wrong. Like if, if, if they finish third, you're looking mm-hmm. at LA Edmonton, possibly Calgary, Seattle, something like that. Or mm-hmm. depending on who the four team is, you could be looking at Nashville. Right. Like you're going to get a good first round matchup for this team. It's going to be a good, Six, seven game series, probably. And uh, they're just going to try and get into the playoffs and tell as many teams in the playoffs to puck off as they can. I I, I clicked on Minnesota. And I instinctively went into the buyout pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm staring at the dead cap and just I'm in awe. <laughs>